Just as a brief introduction to the Sikha, just as a reminder, we had the three children of Levi, Kahaz, Gershon, and Merari, and each one of their families, as they carried the different parts of the Mishkan, had different jobs. The Bnei Kahas were carrying the holiest vessels, like the Orin, the Menorah, the Mizbechis, etc. We had the Bnei Gershon, which were carrying the various different tapestries and curtains and screens, etc., and had the Bnei Merari, they were carrying the actual boards and the pillars, the beams, etc. The Rebbe says, on the Pasuk that's discussing how the Levim were counted between the ages 30 and 50, the Pasuk says, Kol abo, all the Levim that came, la avoida avoida, that came to do a service of work, va'avoidas maso, and a service of carrying. Rashi explains, what does avoidas avoida mean? A service for another work. This is the singing or the playing music with cymbals and harps, which is not an avoida itself, but it's for the benefit of another avoida, the avoida of karbonois. So the Rebbe asks, in the Gemara, the Gemara says that this refers, similarly, avoida, avoida refers to singing, but it doesn't mention any instruments. So why is Rashi mentioning instruments? If Rashi does mention instruments, why does Rashi mention two instruments? There were plenty of other instruments. In fact, if we speak about categories of instruments, in Divri Ayamim we see there are three general categories. There was the cymbals, there were the harps, and there was another category called Nevalim, which as the Rebbe discusses later in the Sikha, is a certain wind instrument that we blow in. Also, why doesn't Rashi mention singing by mouth? Then Rashi goes on in the next words of the Pasuk and says, Vahavoidas Maso, and the service of carrying. Rashi says, Kimashmoi, as it simply sounds, it's the avoid of carrying the load. So, simply what Rashi seems to be saying is that we shouldn't think that just like by avoidas avoida, we translated a service for another service, we shouldn't think that over here it means a service for carrying, but not carrying itself. So the Rebbe says, well, what else may, may have we thought that we would have been referring to? In order to explain all of this, the Rebbe says, in the beginning of the parsha, we now turn to another posseg, it says, Nosoy esroj b'nei gershon gamheim. You should count the children of Gershon, also them. Rashi says, just like I commanded you in regards to the Bnei Kahas, to see how many came to the category of work. The question is, what exactly is Rashi trying to tell us with this whole Arichos? To tell us how many came to the category of work. You should not say, you're counting the children of Gershon, them as well. So the Maharal explains that the Gamheim is trying to tell us, not that we're counting them as well, from between 30 and 50. It's trying to tell us that the Nosayas Roish, the special Chashivus of elevating them, etc., applies to them as well. But if that's the case, why would we say Gamheim as if they're secondary to Bnei Kahas? And also, why don't we say the same thing by Bnei Mirari? Here it doesn't say Nosayas Roish. Now you may try to say, because there's a difference in what they were carrying, as explained before, Bnei Kahas are carrying the holiest things. So maybe they have the main chashivos, the main nosei esroish. Gershon is carrying the curtains, that's a step down, and Merori is only carrying the boards. The problem with this is that Rashi himself explained that nosei esroish, Rashi said, is specifically connected. You should see who is the ones that have the strength, the power, the ability to carry. And this is specifically between the ages of 30 and 50 that they have a lot of koyach. Before 30, they're not strong enough. After 50, they're already getting weaker. And that's what Nosa Yesroish means. So if that's the case, well, then Gershon is also doing work and carrying and Merari is also. So why would there be a difference between Kahas and Gershon that they're only secondary and Merari doesn't even get the Nosa Yesroish? 
And therefore, says the Rebbe, we have to say that there's two things going on over here. There's one thing that all the Leviim are similar in. They're all being counted between 30 and 50 because a certain amount of strength is needed. And then there is Nosei Yisroish, a special kind of Koyach that is needed, which is primarily going to be belonging to Kahas, Gershon a little bit less, and Merori not at all. So the Rebbe explains, the Bnei Kahas, their whole Avoida was carrying on their shoulders. They didn't have any wagons, as we'll see in the continuation. All they did was carrying all of these things on their shoulders, and therefore they needed a lot of Koyach. And that's why the expression that the Torah uses by them is Avoidas Maso. Their whole Avoida is about carrying. By Bnei Gershon, the expression is La Avoid Ulamaso. That means there's other work besides the carrying. By Merari, it actually says Mishmeres Maso. They're only appointed over the carrying of the loads, but not that they are working and carrying themselves. They only have to be made sure that it's being carried because it could be going on the wagons as well, and it was put on the wagons. Now, they're still counted between 30 and 50, these Bnei Merari, because you still need some sort of strength carrying it onto the wagons, etc., setting it up. But nevertheless, the main koyach is not emphasized over there because it was mainly done by the wagons. Now let's go back to the passage that we were discussing originally where it said, Avoidas Maso. And Rashi said, that when we're speaking about all the Levim, they sing songs, and Avoidas Maso should be taken literally, they carry loads. What else would have we thought we asked? Ah, we would have thought maybe Avoidas Maso means the people that are in charge to make sure things are being carried. Says This is what Rashi is coming to negate. No, we can't say that. Since we're trying to describe why the Levim are being counted between 30 and 50, we have to say that something that actually is going to take extra work, physical work. And that's why Avodas Masa has to be taken literally, those that are actually doing work. Now, the question is going to be, so what's going to be the difference between Gershon and Merari? Merari, we just said, is putting their things on the wagons, but they're also doing some of the work schlepping it to the wagons. Well, Gershon had a similar sort of situation. They also had wagons. The curtains that they're going to be carrying is also going to be putting, uh, be put on the wagons. So the Rebbe says, we're going to focus over here and see that there was more strength needed and more carrying going on by the Bnei Gershon. The Rebbe makes two points. Number one, the Rebbe says, the order, the way things were done seemingly would have been that first the courtyard would have been set up. Sorry. First the Mishkan would have been set up, and then you have the courtyard being set up around it. And when the, the Ureas are being taken off, let's focus on that first. When the Ureas are being taken off, the courtyard is still standing. So the Levim are taking the curtains off the Mishkan. They have to carry them throughout the whole courtyard. The beams are still standing. And now they have to bring them to the wagons. So this was a whole long way where they have to be carrying the Bnei Gershon are carrying these Ureas a very, very long way. Whereas, because the wagons couldn't have come closer, the Rebbe explains, based on the measurements, the wagons wouldn't have fit through between the poles of the courtyard. Then come the Bnei Merari, easily pulling over the wagons to the poles and then to the beams of the Mishkan, and able to load them right onto the wagons. They don't have to schlep so far. Although the Rebbe says there's other ways of looking at it, how it was done, could be the courtyard was taken off first, but there's an additional point. The Bnei Gershon having to put on the Ureus onto the Krasha, meaning they need to climb up, carrying these curtains, putting them over the top, and then tying them up, looping them in, etc., etc. So there was much more physical work needed by the Bnei Gershon, and that's why we emphasize specifically by them that there was Koyach needed, 
and that they were the ones that Nosso Yesroish, etc., etc., as opposed to Merari, which once again didn't need that much kayak. They're able to bring the wagons right over. You can have a few people together carrying a board, putting it onto the wagon, and you don't need that much kayak. If this is the way we look at this, at what the Pasuk is telling us, that the Psukim are trying to describe to us, so why do you need between 30 and 50 for the kayak that's needed, just like Nosso Yesroish is for the ones that are kayak are needed? Now we can understand what the Pasuk is telling us. And that there's two reasons, two basic reasons for the koyach. One is going to be to do with the song, which we'll explain in a minute. And the other one, avoidas masa, in the literal sense, those that need to carry are between 30 and 50. Why do you need koyach for the song? This is what Rashi, now let's go back to that. Rashi tells us, the symbols and the harps. These are the things where you need more physical effort. Navel is a wind instrument, as we said before. You're blowing, singing by mouth. Definitely you don't need a lot of koyach. Which is the one that you need a lot of koyach for? This is specifically those instruments, the hand instruments, which you're going to need a lot of koyach. And that's why it's specifically that the Pasuk is telling it to us over here, right at the end of the counting between 30 and 50, to explain to us why are we counting between 30 and 50? Because for this, these two avoidance you're going to need koyach for, these musical instruments, as well as the carrying. The Rebbe says, we have something very interesting coming out of here, according to Rashi and Pshutah Rashi tells us later, that after the age 50, they would be able to go back to sing. But according to what we just explained, that would only mean singing with the mouth, or with that wind instrument, the navel, but not with the harps and the cymbals for which you need more koyach. Another point would be, based on this logic, there shouldn't be a difference between Mishkan and the Beis Migdash and this age of 50, in regards to the cymbals, and the harp should apply even in the Beis HaMikdash. Finally, the Rebbe finishes off with a beautiful thing, al And the Rebbe explains the following. The Alter Rebbe says that Nosso Yesroish, lifting up the head, represents the idea of taking the Seichel and going to that which is higher than Seichel, the level of Rotzoin, will, going to Keser, the concept of going Bligvul. The Alter Rebbe explains that this is specifically connected to Bnei Gershon and Bnei Kohos. They are on the level of mahalchim, they are on the level of going, on journeying. One is mulmaila lamata, one is mulmata lamaila, and it goes nosei esroish, specifically regards to them, they are the ones going in the way of bligvul. Whereas merari are called stationary oimdim, like the kroshim that they carried, which are called atzei shittim oimdim. Now, l'cha'ayre de Rebbe says, asking on the Alter Rebbe, the Yidin are all journeying through the Midbar. They're all heading to this idea of Hiluch, journeying in a way of Bligvul. So surely Merari has this as well. But based on the explanation that we said, that there is a difference in the Nosei Yisroish, whether you're carrying on your shoulders by yourself or carrying on the wagons, we can now understand it. The Rebbe says, generally, in the spiritual journey of Bligvul, there's three levels. One is the Nefesh Bahamas, that's gaining a tremendous level of Avas Hashem through our work of refining it. It's being elevated and going higher and higher since it has such a tremendously high source in Olam HaToyu and has a power to go in a way of Bligvul with its Avas Hashem. In addition to that, Chassidus explains once the Nefesh Bahamas is getting excited with his great passion, it schleps the Nefesh kiss along with it as well to also go Bligvul. Finally, eventually, the Nefesh kiss soars and goes up higher in a way of Bligvul as the Pasuk says, Haviyani HaMelech Hadarav, there's a certain element that the Nefesh kiss goes to its original source that's beyond everything. Says Rebbe, this will be the difference in Gershon, Kasa, Merari. Merari, their elevation, or what's happening by them, their journey is mainly happening through the wagons, as we said. That's more like the Nefesh Abaham is going in a way of Bligvul, but it's not the person himself yet. It's his behemoth. 
By Gershon is emphasized the idea of acharecha no rutza. So therefore there is avoida and there is masa. There is the carrying by himself and there is that which is through the wagon that represents the nefesh of and the nefesh of going together. Finally you have kahos, which is, represents the nefesh of The idea of going haviani amelech hadorov. The idea of the nefesh of going up to the highest source being reunited to Hashem. This is not shaykh at all to the wagons to the nefesh of What are the cars carrying? Mainly the orin, the Torah. Which is the idea of Haviyani Amelech Hadarov. When is Haviyani Amelech Hadarov? The Yid unites with the Abishter. This was when the Abishter gave us the Torah on Chagash voice.